Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing in, this is Robert Devan, the Success Sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 311. Reduce worry to increase success. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. Reduce worry to increase success. So after 310 episodes, we're now on 311. This is the first episode I've done about the subject of worry, anxiety, stress. I've never approached these subjects and we've talked about many things. And it is very, very important that you reduce worry and certainly manage worry in order to produce better results. So to be more successful, to be more fulfilled and to be more happier, you need to reduce worry. And the fact of the matter is everybody worries. It's a normal, natural human emotion. Everybody worries. And that includes all the people that you look at that you think don't worry. All the people that that you might know or you might look at from a distance or maybe they're famous and they might appear never to have any worries and they're always happy and they're always successful and you imagine that they don't have any of the worries that you have and you'd be surprised to learn if you actually delved into their lives that everybody worries. It's just the extent of that worry and how you respond to that worry and whether the worry is necessary worry or unnecessary worry. Let's get into what is worry first of all. Now, the Wikipedia definition is fairly lengthy, but I'll read it out. But it's it's a, an interesting definition and we can talk about our own definition. So worry refers to the thoughts, images, emotions and actions of a negative nature in a repetitive, uncontrollable manner that results from a proactive cognitive risk analysis made to avoid or solve anticipated potential threats and their potential consequences. When I read that definition, I didn't naturally emotionally connect with it. So I was trying to think of it another way. How would you describe worry? A little bit easier way of describing worry is negative thinking about the future. That leaves you feeling anxious, apprehensive or helpless. Now, I still didn't feel that that was a good enough definition of worry so I really tried to think about what is worry if you were describing it to yourself or how you were feeling to other people because keep in mind you think that other people don't have this sensation that that you have but the definition I thought and I came up with was a horrible sinking feeling in your stomach that comes in waves due to adrenaline and it prevents you from enjoying the moment enjoying things in the present So when in the moment and you remember something or you remember a worry or you think about your worry, your adrenal glands release stress hormones, which tighten the stomach muscles and shunt the blood. Basically, the fight or flight syndrome. Now, a lot of people think fight or flight syndrome only comes about when you are physically confronted, but you can actually do it to yourself by your own unnecessary worry. So that's what you're feeling in your stomach when when you're in a moment that you should be enjoying and you think about something that you're absolutely dreading or something that you're worrying or something that you're building up in your head, you get a little blast of adrenaline. So that's why you feel funny in your stomach. 
It comes at you in, in waves. So they reckon that worry is temporary. Um, if you overly and excessively worry, it can turn into anxiety, which is more persistent. And if you've got persistent anxiety, it probably will be then linked to debilitating depression, debilitating being severe or crippling depression. So from worry to anxiety to depression, it is something that affects everybody. And it is something that we're going to have to try to self-manage as much as possible. The de-worry. How do we de-worry so that it doesn't escalate? How do we empower ourselves to the point that while we still will have worries, they don't prevent us from living our best lives, are certainly enjoying our best lives, are certainly aiming for our best lives. So there are practical worries and there are hypothetical worries. So practical worries are more, you know, necessary worries, worries that are there for survival throughout the ages. I mean, if you had no worries, your chances of survival would have been slim. So certain worrying and a certain level of worrying is important and it is necessary. And it's a great driver to get you to do things that are for your own benefit and the benefit of, of your loved ones. And then you've got your hy- hypothetical worries, which were more on the on the, the unnecessary, or well, they certainly are unnecessary, um, especially if th- those worries are unfounded um, and have no chance of coming to pass. So it's up to you to manage worries. And humans w- do need worry for survival, but not to the point where it prevents your survival. So how do you reduce your worries? Well, I'll give you the most obvious ones first. Don't turn off the podcast when I start listing these. They are obvious, but but still think about them. We, we can talk about more complex stuff in a little bit. But first of all, how do you reduce your worries? Well, it is by preparing, folks. That's how you do it, by being proactive. If you want to worry less about your health, how do you do it? Yes, you do it by designing a good training, sleeping and eating routine. Now, notice it can alleviate your worries just by designing the routine. I didn't say stick to this routine. Sometimes if you are worrying about your health, um, you you can just the simply thinking about it and having a plan in place can, can help alleviate some of the worries. Then obviously the next stage is to follow through on that plan. Oh, and by the way, I should have said at the very, very start, if worrying and if anxiety and, and, and if um, depression is something that you struggle with and something that you think you can't, battle on your own we are talking about measures that you can do yourself and things that you can control yourself but if it's beyond that you're probably not going to be listening to this podcast anyway because people who are who are you know suffering debilitating depression um, probably aren't listening to to self-development podcasts by the success sensei but even if you are I, I, and you feel that it's not something because we're talking we're not belittling it or anything like that we were we're talking about a more mild to medium level of worry and anxiety, not one that you feel that you're not able to battle against it yourself. So if if that's you, if you're in a position where you feel your worry or anxiety or depression has got to such a level that you need help, well, absolutely turn off the podcast and go get get the help and don't be don't be waiting and don't be trying to battle through it so i'm absolutely not belittling it by by saying you know you can empower yourself and there are things that you can do we're talking about more the milder to medium day-to-day worry that's preventing us from uh, enjoying our lives not the debilitating worry that will need extra help in order to to come up with a plan to manage it so yeah reduce worry by preparing by being proactive so we said if if you're if you want to worry less about your health if there's not something seriously well even if there is something seriously wrong 
um, you still need a plan in place. Um, and that does, it might only mildly, if, the, if you have uh, an illness or you have an injury, it might only mildly reduce the worry. But sure, isn't that worth it to mildly reduce the worry as opposed to having the full-blown 100% worry? Um, if you want to worry less about money, guess what? Have a plan, a good financial plan, and stick to that good financial plan. If you want to worry less about loneliness, well, the best way to do that is to have a plan to be more assertive with both friends as well as strangers. So preempting worry and being proactive and being preparing yourself to reduce the worry in your life. And that's in the areas that you can manage and that you can control. So we do have to talk about the consumption of endless and unnecessary negative news is absolutely adding to the worry. And something that I came across when I was thinking about this subject is that it became very clear to me that each generation has prophesied the ending of the world. And many, many, many people have worried incessantly about the world ending. I remember the the Mayan 2012 predictions. I remember the year 2000 predictions predictions and there's been a couple as well and when I talked to my father he said when he was small there were a few my granddad said the same thing each generation seems to be prophesizing and really putting momentum behind the prophecy and and even people that are are skeptical are still waiting with a raised eyebrow to to see what's going to happen so it does affect you whether you think it does or, or, or you don't um we're probably due, by the way, another major worrying prophecy any day now because it's been quite a while since the, the, the Mayan one, I think 2012. So that's 10 years ago. We're probably due another one anytime soon. So keep that in mind if one comes your way. Um, Another large subject that's fairly worrying for a lot of people, which could be an episode in and of itself, um, is the worry that's there regarding the climate crisis. Now, I've always believed in looking after the the environment and I'm absolutely not at all a a climate change denier. But it is an overwhelming subject and many people are very worried. And for generations, we've experienced climate anxiety in various different forms. Um, Again, when I was researching, it was so interesting that in the 70s, people were worried that, you know, the world was getting colder, that there's going to be another ice age coming. Um, there was also acid rain worries in the 70s, the ozone layer and the holes in the ozone in the 90s, the polar ice caps melting, global warming, uh, oil deposits running out, deforestation of the Amazon. And at the moment, everybody's terrified of carbon footprints, even though most of us don't even fully understand what carbon is. I'm not saying that these things are real. I'm not saying that they're not real. I'm just saying that there's an immense amount of worry regarding them. And it is overwhelming. And it's your job to look after planet Earth as best you can. The The non-stop overwhelming worry can actually hinder you because it's not it's not helping. It can't force you into a state of, of uh, helplessness, feeling help and, and actually making you then do nothing because you're not sure what to do or where or where to start. So keep that in mind when, when you know, all of these things are coming at you, all these various different uh, worries in various different forms. So here's the plan. 
Number one, you create your goal or create a plan. So the plan is part one, create a plan, create a goal, figure out what it is that you want to do. The second part then is think about any problems or setbacks that could occur. So don't bury your head in the sand. Absolutely think about anything that could necessarily worry. Think about anything that could that would be worrying um, that could happen and improve your plan or have a backup plan. So you've got a plan, you've thought about any of the negative consequences and you've improved your plan or you've uh, come up with a backup plan. Next one, very important point number three, put your goal or your plan into action. Put it into action, put it out there. Number four, it is then natural to feel apprehension and worry while anticipating the results. In fact, that feeling could also simply be the excitement of anticipation. A lot of fighters tell me that they never get worried. They don't feel nerves. They don't feel worried. That it's, what they're feeling is excitement. It's, it, that's what they're trying to say. Now, we all know that it's the same thing, but it, it's still a, a, a healthy mindset to realize that some of your worry could be the excitement and of anticipation. The next point, number five, that be proud that you didn't let your nerves, your worry, your stress, your anxiety prevent you from taking the action that you've just taken. And then number, point number six, analyze your results and go again. So create your plan, improve it based on any, any worrying things that you think may happen or have a backup plan, then put your plan into action, then accept the feelings of apprehension, r slash worry, r slash excitement, and then give yourself a pat on the back that you didn't let any of those feelings um, of nerves, worry, stress, before you took action on your plan, you didn't let them prevent you uh, from taking action, and then analyze your results and go again, because you know you can feel the fear and do it anyway. I hope that helps. Message me anytime. Thank you for listening. I'm Robert Van, the Success Sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the Success Sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.